Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Fitness Inc. podcast in 2024. I uh, hope you've had a great Christmas and a great New Year. I think I've probably seen or spoken to most of you uh, by now anyway. Um, but yeah, I hope you've had a great great Christmas period, great New Year. I enjoy spending some time with family and friends and relaxing and ready to uh, get into 2024. So on that topic, I figured a good thing to talk about today would be kind of like new year goals goal setting habits and things that kind of along those lines because we're all probably thinking of things that we want to do where we want to achieve uh kind of health and fitness wise in the new year if not kind of goals and things that we want to do in other areas of our lives uh as well so i figured i'd go through some of the things that i like to i say like to do i, I think are good ways to approach things certainly from a health and fitness uh perspective um a few of the things that i'll talk about today are based off um there's a guy called james clear who's got a book called atomic habits which is really really good read um and whether it's probably worth uh, having a look at his book i think it's on amazon i think it's got a deal on it at the minute um or get it on audiobooks that's how i how i listen to it um but also he's got he does a, a weekly email which is quite interesting it gives you kind of like three three things to think about, two quotes from others, and then one sort of question. Uh, from time to time, there's some really good little gems in that um, that can certainly, you can apply to kind of obviously different areas of your life, but for in terms of like thinking about habits and things from a health and fitness point of view, I think some really, really good stuff uh, in there. So it might be worth checking out uh, James Clear. Um, so probably with New Year, New Year's resolutions and all that, the first thing to think about is uh, kind of goals. So people are probably... T- you're probably thinking about the things that you want to achieve over the next year and goal setting something for me that uh, I think it's good to do but I think a lot of it um, well from a fitness point of view that um, and health point of view there's a lot of overemphasis on it and it's not necessarily something you need to get bogged down in too much people are really good at like identifying what it is that you want to do so you're really good at identifying the outcomes. So when people come to me, they know what they want to achieve. They'll know they want to lose X amount of weight, or they want to get in a, in a you know, a, get down to a certain clothes size, or they want to target a certain, I don't know, like the Manchester 10K or London Marathon or a race or something like that. They know what the outcome is that they want to get to, but what they're not very good at, and what hence why I have a job, what they're not very good at is putting the processes in place to get them there. And I think your goals, and yes, you need to know the the outcome that, that you want to achieve. You need to know it. It's think, think of it this way. It's like the destination you put into your sat-nav. It's the postcode of where you want to get to. And then what you need then are the behaviors, the actions, the processes that you need to put into place or the habits you need to build every day, every week in order to get there. So think of that, those behaviors um, as like the the directions on the sat-nav, the right turns, the left turns, the carrying straight on those are the things that you actually need to work on and need to probably maybe put build some kind of like behavior goals uh, and put those in place in order to actually get you to that final destination so think of it like say your outcome goal is the the postcode of the place the destination trying to get to your behavior goals are like the the roadmap to get you there now a little bit on that it's we're generally motivated by two things it's like carrot or stick to an extent so most people when they come and start training so using fat loss example 
is they've got to a place where the pain is that big they've got to do something about it so it's like the sticks beating them because they feel to go and start exercising start training start eating better because they've got to lose weight because i don't know last time they tried to do the genes up the you know they couldn't get the button done and then the, the emotional pain of that has gotten to the point where they've got to they've decided they've got to make changes after that you then need like a big carrot to work towards so you need something that's going to either put positive pressure on you to keep taking action or something that's so uh like really incentivizes you to keep taking action so good examples of that would be like so for me like the when i did the london marathon the other year that was a, enough of a pressure enough of a big carrot to keep working towards then it made me in the times when i don't want to didn't want to do runs didn't want to get out on the the streets and go for the really long runs and things like that it made me want to do it because there's that kind of like little bit of pressure to to keep me going or for somebody it might be like uh like someone getting married but having to be in your suit or your wedding dress that's a, a massive driver to get there that's got to be a big carrot so without either the stick or the kind of carrot to go for you end up in this kind of like middle ground where you, you kind of get comfortable and you feel like yeah i'm kind of all right so in the times when motivation starts to wane a little bit the times when the little voice in your head is going i can't really be bothered going to the gym tonight or i'll just get a delivery rather than uh rather than prepping meals tonight it's easy to fall into those bad habits because you've not got a big enough driver to either keep you going forwards or a big enough stick to keep you uh kind of on the straight and narrow so to speak so sorry i got a little bit sidetracked there but i feel it's something uh to kind of think about a little bit um so going back into that on kind of behavior goals this is where i think to begin with it's about putting in kind of boxes to tick every day or every week so this is looking at looking at your lifestyle looking at the kind of your week in terms of around work family life you know kids things that are the the um the things that you have to do the demands on your time every week it's looking at the things you need to put in place to make sure that your your uh, your food prep your diet your exercise activity all those things can be slotted in around it so it's ticking in like how many how many times a week you're going to train three or four three four times a week something like that uh having maybe a step goal over the course of a week uh, it's maybe doing a meal plan on a on a sunday or something like that and then putting in the days that you're gonna uh you're gonna prep meals and what you're gonna prep so they become little things you can almost tick off every day so did, did i go to the gym today yes or no tick cross did i prep my meals today tick cross did i then i track my track my food diary today tick cross it's those little things like that the, the little goals that you need to do every day every week tick them off if you do those things every day every week consistently they almost make reaching that outcome goal inevitable so they don't the i'm probably going to touch on this uh later on but the more realistic you can be with these the better most people the reason most people's new year's resolutions fail and the stats for new year's resolutions failing is so high is because they expect too much they set these goals and if they do put any behavior goals in place they set them too big they expect too much themselves you know they'll do things like right i'm going to get up at five in the morning i'm going to have a cold shower and i'm going to train before the kids get up and then i'm going to sort them out with breakfast take them to school go to work um hit ten thousand steps every day uh, meditate every night you know whatever the list of things they expect of themselves are massive so as soon as those boxes stop get don't get ticked regularly their brain starts to 
our brains are like programmed to look for the things that go wrong. So they start seeing all the things going wrong, they start beating themselves up mentally, and eventually they fall off the wagon and it doesn't happen again. I much I think a much better approach is to start smaller. So if you go right, I'm gonna train, I'm gonna get in the gym three days a week. Uh, I'm just gonna start off by tracking my steps and seeing what the ta- what um what values I get every day or every week. And I'm gonna track my food just on a written food diary, writing down what you have every day, every night, and I'm gonna plan my plan my meals for the week so that it works around uh what I need to eat and what the family needs to eat or something like that. And then you can tick those things off so it starts relatively small. And then as things go on, you can go, right, well, I'm going to train four times a week. I'm going to start setting uh, a step target for the week. I'm going to start uh, tracking calories rather than just tracking what I eat. You know, things like that, you can progress them. So if you're you're then building on successes, as you're ticking those, those boxes more often than not every week, you know, if you're hitting four out of five boxes every week, you can start to progress those actions because eventually once you start to hit a plateau it's a case of you just need to work out how you're going to move more eat less if it's a if it's a fat loss goal or if it's uh training for a race you just need to keep building your your mileage for example or you know altering your runs progressing your runs every week to get to that race whatever it is that you need to do it's just a case of progressing those actions and keep being able to tick them off each week so um that's how we kind of form habits so i've seen a few things recently about habits being almost like autonomous so things like uh when someone says i've got a bad habit of biting my nails it's like sitting there watching tv suddenly i find them like biting my nails something like that yes that is a habit it's an autonomous but habits don't necessarily have to be autonomous you know i've seen people saying i've never found myself you know without thinking driving to the gym and uh going training it's like of course it's going to take effort yes um but that doesn't mean it's not habit the dictionary definition of the word habit is something that you do regularly so what that's what we're looking to build by putting those behavior goals in place and ticking those boxes each week we're looking to form a habit of something that you do regularly that's positive that's going to improve your health and keep you moving forward towards whatever your health and fitness goals are um for the year now one thing to say on habits is they're, they're accumulative. You don't see the either, you know, either the benefits of good habits or the negative effects of bad habits by doing it once. It's only when they aggregate over over time. So, for example, this is why it's... In fact, before I get into that example, this is why it's so easy to fall out of good habits and into bad habits, particularly with diet and exercise. Because for like a good habit might be like prepping your meals it might be going to the gym that's going to take an element of discomfort because it'd be far easier to just sit on the sofa and watch tv and call in a delivery than it is to go and cook your cook your meals it's the same with the gym particularly this time of year when it's cold and it's wet it's it's going to feel uncomfortable to go out in the cold and wet to drive to the gym to go and do a workout you know if you're somebody who trains at six o'clock in the morning to have to set your alarm get up in the cold and the wet and the dark go to the gym before work that's going to take a level of effort and a level it's going to be there's going to be a level of discomfort involved and then when you get to the gym you're obviously going to do a program that involves lifting heavy weights muscles burning getting out of breath that's going to take a level of physical discomfort with it and then if you do it once you look in the mirror you're not going to look any different do it for a week 
you're not going to look any different. It's only when you've been doing it for a period of weeks and months that you start to see the the positive changes in your health, your fitness, your body shape, the way you look from doing that good habit of doing those positive actions over again and again and again and again. It's only when they add up that you see the positive changes from it. Now, if you get have a night where you go, or a day where you go, oh, I can't be bothered today, you hit the snooze button, you don't get out to the gym or you stay sitting on the sofa and you call in Deliveroo rather than prep your meals, you don't see the the negative sides of that. You don't suddenly look in the mirror and go, oh, I've put on an inch around my waist or you know, you don't suddenly like lose all your fitness or lose all your strength. But it's only if you don't go to the gym again and again and again and again. So if, it's only if you stop going to the gym and you stop prepping your meals and you you know you become more sedentary over a period of weeks and months, that's when you start to see kind of weight creeping back up again, not fitting in your clothes sizes, uh, sorry, not fitting in your clothes properly again. Those are the, it's only that when you've been, when you've fallen out of the good habits and fallen into the bad habits and done it again and again and again, that's the only time you see the negatives of it. So it's easy to think, oh, I can get away with this once, but then your brain goes, oh, I got away with it once, I can get away with it again. And that happens again and again. And again. So it's easy to fall out of good habits into bad habits so it's worth thinking this is one of the reasons why that kind of brief little carrot and stick analogy i used before is important because it's when you've not got a big enough stick or something that's going to involve put enough positive pressure on you to go and do what you need to do or you've not got a big enough incentive the carrot's not big enough and juicy enough to incentivize you to do what you need to do that's when you get into that dangerous sort of like middle ground and it's easy to fall out of good habits into bad habits again. Um, something else that's good to think about, particularly if you're somebody who's training for kind of fat loss or um, kind of like body shape goals or things like that uh, at the minute, it's quite good. To, like I think it's quite good to have a performance goal or performance goals to go alongside that. So that could be something like, I don't know, going to be running the Manchester 10K in May or whenever that is. Uh, you know, trying to do I don't know, a pull up or a number of pull ups, or to be able to do a load of press ups or something, something like that. Something that you can get with your gym, something that means something to you and shows I don't know, a, a real level improvement. Something that's pushing you to do something that you haven't done before. So if I use, I've used myself as an example at the minute. A couple of mine for this year are September. I've already signed up to do. Uh, the Berlin Marathon. So me and a mate are going to go over to Berlin and tick off uh, our second major marathon. So that's going to take a level of, um, I guess it's going to put a level of positive pressure on me, but it means I'm going to have to do it. And do that. so I've got one performance goal there. And another one is I want to be able to deadlift over 200 kilos. I've been knocking around. I've got 180 up now. Uh, I think I got 190 a couple of weeks ago, but then I've tried a few times. If any of you follow me on social media, you might have seen my attempts at 200 on uh, on main scum stories where if it got if it got off the floor we're talking millimeters off the floor um it's just looked like uh, uh i was kind of shaking a lot and not moving in the bar <laughs> didn't move up barely moved off the floor so yeah it's been a goal for a while so i want to finally get 200 kilo off the floor this year but by doing those the idea of having a performance goal is uh if you're training for if your main goal if you like is to train for fat loss to get leaner um, then by having a performance goal alongside it and having to train and having to eat to be able to um, support those goals, it almost makes the fat loss goals 
um, kind of that inevitable. You'll get there. Some, basically, it's something that you'll see more progress in kind of quicker, if you like. You'll be able to see numbers in the gym going up quicker uh, and more noticeably than you than you might see um, kind of like numbers on the scales going down or changes in body shape and things like that. So it's it's just another metric to measure to show that you're getting forward, you're moving forwards alongside kind of your, your fat loss goals. It's also then something, because eventually you'll hit the point with fat loss goals, you go, you know what, I'm happy with the way I look. I'm happy in my clothes sizes to keep getting any leaner. It's going to cost me m- more in terms of, I don't know, time in the gym, uh, time being active, going out in steps or going for runs, or um, in terms of like the way you want to live your life, in terms of, you know, from, uh, I guess, socially, because it, mean, it might mean you've got to cut back more on alcohol or meals out and things like that. And eventually the balance becomes too offset for what you want to do. So by then, obviously, you can't just then stop training, stop eating well, because you'll regress backwards. So by having some performance goals already in place, it gives you things to train for once kind of fat loss and uh, body shape goals aren't your main driver. You've still got things that you want to, you can work towards, but it still gives you motivation for training and it still helps you to keep um, good habits around training, activity and eating as well. Um, and the final thing I kind of want to talk about today, um, I kind of touched on it a little bit before in terms of when I said about being realistic with what you expect of yourselves. And the things expect things to go wrong expect to make mistakes like none of us none of us are perfect we're all humans we will make mistakes and things and particularly if um think of it this way if, if you're new to something you're not going to be that good at it you're going to make mistakes at it um so relatively speaking like let me put it this way most of my all my clients compared to compared to me are newer newer to kind of healthy eating going to the gym things like that um, so you, like you're gonna make mistakes. We're all in the same. Uh, I guess we're all on the same journey, if you like. Some of us are just further down the road than others. I'm a lot further down the road than kind of clients. I've been doing it for a lot longer. I've been consistent with it for a lot longer, and it's kind of what I do for a living, if you like. So I've, I've worked to put all those habits in place, and I'm generally pretty consistent with them. Does that mean I don't make mistakes? No, of course I make mistakes. Uh, of course, there's times when I, I don't know, uh, plan to go for plan to go for a run something comes up with work that run doesn't happen time goes away from us you know other times when uh i plan to you know i plan my meals for the day something happens and you know that that plan goes out the window yeah but the difference is i've had enough i've done that enough to go doesn't matter i realize that one doesn't matter get back to normal the next the kind of the next meal again um so th- yeah, I'd, I'd expect mistakes to happen and carry on regardless. Expect at times to feel unmotivated. You know, we all have days when you, you don't want to train, you can't be bothered cooking. You know, I have those days and, you know, I've been a PT for, what, 13, nearly 14 years now. Um, you know, I still have days when I can't be bothered training and things like that. Um, but then I do it or, or because you want to do it because you know it's good for you. Like, a good analogy, one of, one of my clients came up with this. Is um, they said it around like snack and things like that. It's like you've got to almost think of treat yourself like you treat your kids. You wouldn't let your kids just snack on uh, chocolate bars all the time and things like that. Yeah, we'd we'd happily keep dipping in at biscuits and things like that. Or uh, you know, you wouldn't let your kids have uh, you know, like like 
uh, fruit ju- fruit juices or can, cans of coke all the time and things like that. Yeah, we do the sim- similar things with we we'll go home on a Tuesday night, go oh, I've had a tough day, crack open a beer or a bottle of wine or something like that. Just doing things that you know are good for you that your future self will thank you for, even if you don't feel like it at the time. It's almost having that kind of like little parent version of you on your shoulder going, no, nah, you're not doing that. You've got to do, you've got to eat your vegetables. You've got to do, uh, you know, you, you, you've got to get to the gym uh, because you know it's good for you. You might not feel like doing it, but you know it's good for you and you know it's going to serve you well in the future and that kind of th- your future self will thank you for doing it. You'll feel better for having got it done. Um, sometimes there aren't really hacks and tips and things for that. Sometimes it is a case of just going, I've just kind of got to suck it up and do it. Uh, and if there are times when the little voice in your head wins and you don't do it, it's kind of, yeah, kind of like give yourself a little bit of a mental kick up the backside, but go and do it next time. Don't use it as an excuse to kind of like beat yourself up, tell you you're rubbish at it and you're no good and you won't get, a bit, you won't get any better at it and you may as well give up. It's just a case of going, all right, I've made that mistake, learn from it. Is there anything I can learn for next time to try and stop it happening again? Carry on regardless. And then, you know, just the more you carry on, the only way you can kind of like screw up health and fitness, if you like, is if you stop. The only way you can not reach your goals is if you stop. You stop trying. Yes, the timelines that you set might not be might not be hit, but it doesn't matter. It's just a case you just keep going. Um, so on that note, I'm probably going to wrap it up there. I feel like I've gone through all the points and hopefully I've made a bit of, bit of sense giving you some things to think about and some things that we can talk about with what you guys are looking to achieve uh, in sessions over the next over the next week or so. Uh, as always, make sure you fill in your check-in, uh, your check-in form uh, and check out the check-in email and I will speak to you during the week. Take care. Goodbye.